Let's pray. <clears throat> Father, we just thank you for your goodness, your grace, your love for each one of us here this morning. Holy Spirit, I acknowledge you as the greatest teacher and revealer of truth. I ask that you think through my mind and speak through my mouth and let it, your words go forth, not in my own human wisdom, but in demonstration of your spirit and power, that the faith of your people will rest in you and your power. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so today we continue on, right? Uh, today's uh, session is session six. Who is the God living inside your heart? So yeah, last week we learned a little bit about God, all right? In a heart, the fire of God, with the word of God, his word burned in our heart. So who is this God? Okay, Xiaoling, who is this God? So we know it's Jesus, it's God, but we're going to have a deeper revelation as the Holy Spirit wants us to go in really go into, you know, like the, 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 the alphabets, go in and discover God, the secrets of God. These are one, this, the, you know, God revelation is for those who will seek him. And God has seen in every one of your heart, you are here this morning, you want more, you want the supernatural, you want to know him so that we can be like him, not by our own effort, but by the revelation of who he is, okay? Because when we all of us know, oh, God is powerful, God is uh, supposed to be good, God is, uh, uh, will take care of our lives, the very normal things we say we know. But in our actions, it doesn't seem to <laughs> be real, right? right? We dare not trust him, okay? So how can we come to the place all right, where we know we have the revelation, really a revelation of who he is, all right, that everything we do is no longer like we used to do before, in fear, all right, in the natural realm. Okay, so today is about, or not, not only today, all right, in the quite a number of sessions ahead, is knowing God, okay, through the Hebrew letters. Uh, who is this God? When you have this revelation, all of you will be different already in your life, in your actions. Oh, I love Abigail now, smiling more and more. <laughs> I'm still very in awe, you know, of, uh, of the way God already, God spoke to her and speak to me <laughs> about the name Abigail for her. Revealed in the Hebrew letters in Psalms 119. So it's still about God's word. Because it is in God's word, all right? The revelation, where we will get the revelation opening, right? It's like uh, Elisha open video, <laughs> right? To see clearly. Otherwise, we cannot see him properly, right? Closed video, right? Open video to see. It's like God removing the veil from our eyes, right? All the time, we see him like blubber like that. He's somewhere there, okay? Up there, <laughs> <laughs> but is he relevant to you to me today in my situation in my life right 
So that is the opening of the veil, the, um, the removing of the veil. It's not just about law and grace. It's much, much more than that, okay? Where we're no more blinded, okay, by the devil actually, right? From seeing him as who he is. And then we will live the way Jesus lived because Jesus had no veil blocking him from his father. <laughs> Correct or not? <laughs> All right? When he was on earth, he always had this, uh, consciousness of his God. He was never separated from God, his father. He knew who his father is, Jehovah, the creator, and so forth. And therefore, he walked and lived that life of no fear at all. All right? So when we are born again, new creation, this is the life that's supposed to live. No fear. And having a revelation and understanding of who our Abba father is, in respect of this earth, all right? He's in heaven, we are on this earth. So learning the Hebrew letters will give us a, a much greater understanding like the Jews had, okay? except without Christ, of who Jehovah is, who their God is. Okay, so why the he in Hebrew letters in Psalms 119? <laughs> For some of you, I posted something uh, in that particular group the Hebrew letters in Psalms 109, right? So it is like a song like that, different letters, very short one. At that time when I posted it, I didn't really go into the Psalms to look at it. It was like, okay, like, all the letters are there. I didn't go and check into Psalms 109, although when I was very young, I loved reading the Bible and Psalms was one of my favorite, especially Psalms 109, but I didn't see something there. <laughs> Can you imagine after so many years, right? God began to open, you know, that's a, took my eyes to this Psalms 119 with the Hebrew letters inside. As I told you before, I never studied Hebrew letters, all right? But I always study concordance as in the Hebrew meaning. So what happened before we go into Psalms uh, 119? Any one of you, uh, those who saw the video, anyone of you uh, saw the video of uh, Hebrew letters in Psalms 119? It was a very short one. Now we are looking in the Bible, Psalm 119. <laughs> yeah, okay. The, the, the video, no, no one saw that little video in the, uh, I think, the training group, the Wednesday one. No, not yet, yet, not yet, not yet. Oh, uh, Hannah saw it. You just saw from the video, Nila. Hannah, okay. Did you get anything from that? Uh, just the, the meaning of the <laughs> each of the correct. <laughs> you can remember? I also cannot, I cannot remember. remember. <laughs> I cannot remember. <laughs> okay, so just a gist of it. Okay, so anyway, I forgot all about it, right? I forgot all about it. So, I mean, as in, I didn't go and read Psalms 109. I thought that the psalmist, King David, or uh, in that little video, uh, sort of um, was able to extract uh, all the letters from these psalms, the one who, who spoke in that video. So that was what I thought. So Thursday night, is it Thursday? Yeah. Morning, I wake up, I had a dream. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Elsa, I love all this, right? The supernatural, the visions and the dreams. Yeah, because that is who we are, right? And all your names... 
proof that you know God wants us to be in the supernatural, wants us to have understanding, revelation, and uh, the prophetic is God, right? So I had this dream when I woke up very early, about six, I think, at the time uh, I haven't fully wake up for that morning. And in that dream, <laughs> it was like God gave me six numbers, <laughs> not four digits. <laughs> Cannot go buy a uh, lottery. Okay. But it was six numbers inside there. So knowing that from experience, always write it down before I forget all the numbers. So I wrote it down in my phone, just the numbers. It was very clear. It was like, you know, God telling me these numbers. So I wrote it down, then I slept again. Finally, when I wake up, of course, it's just depending on memory, I've forgotten already. But good thing I wrote it down. So I go and check. Now, I won't give you the numbers. <laughs> so cannot do uh, uh, this one. But then I begin this, what does it mean? Huh? But now, because uh, the Lord already quickened about the Hebrew letters, I look at these numbers and I said, uh, think in terms of what it means in Hebrew. So from the first number, I decided, okay, let, let me go check. Okay, this number. And from there, somehow the Holy Spirit led me to these Hebrew letters in Psalms 119. So I went and, you know, opened Psalms 119 for myself. Then I saw to my amazement, <laughs> okay, Psalms 119. Okay, first of all, this particular commentary, commented uh, person, scholar, he said that Psalms 119, so this is where, how I got into this, right? From that dream. Psalms 119 is the longest chapter in the Bible, okay? In the whole Bible. It contains all the 22 Hebrew alphabets. So it's not some speaker trying to bring out the letters from this Psalm. It, it appears in the Psalm. <laughs> Any of you knew this? No, neither did I, okay? <laughs> oh, I was uh, preaching, teaching how many years. I didn't see it. All, every letter of the alphabet is followed by eight verses. Wow, we can see our the author, the Holy Spirit. It's so meticulous. I think there's a word for it, right? Exactly the whole number of Psalms 119, all the verses, divided into eight verses each of 22 letters. So th this is just uh, uh, to show you as a beginning, right? Aleph, Bev, and all that. All, all eight verses each. Okay, all the alphabets until the last alphabet is the 22nd alphabet, ta, which is the ending of Psalms, Psalms 119, 169 to 176. Already that, don't you think is so amazing? <laughs> Yeah, I've never seen it like this before. Okay, now, so I went into Psalms. Okay, Psalms 109, 1, 2, 8. It's about the first letter in the Hebrew alphabet called Alif or Olive. All right, now, if you look into your Bible, depending on which version, you may not see this Alif inside, but it is in the King James Version or New King James Version. Okay, so all of you, don't just believe me. Open your Bible <laughs> to the King James Version or New King James Version and look at Psalms 119 verse 1.
if you got already, you can put up your hand. Yeah. So, did you see the word Aleph there? <laughs> it's there. You know, it's not just, uh, you know, somewhere. It is there inside Psalms 119. And not only just Aleph, if you can, if you just want to do a little reference, you just go down eight verses. Then there is the next next letter. What is the next letter? There, right? Yeah. And then, and if you go through the whole psalm, that just now, as I gave you the summary, all the letters are there. It is the letter beginning the six verses. Amazing. <laughs> okay. I didn't know, all right? Imagine I've been reading my Bible in the King James Version for many years, and I never really saw these letters. So this uh, commentator said, you will notice a strange word there. Because to most people, they don't know Hebrew, right? So I, I, if I had looked at this years ago, also I would have overlooked the word Aleph, all right? But today, as the Holy Spirit quickened us, all right, to study, right, the, the Hebrew letters in the revelation of God into the supernatural and to live the supernatural life, winning souls for Jesus, etc. Yeah. This is him opening the veil. All right. So the first verse in the Bible in Psalms 119, verse 1, is Aleph, the first letter. Aleph, blessed are the undefiled in the way who walk in the who walk in the law of the Lord. So from YouTube or from these uh, Hebrew scholars and teachers, we can learn. All right, their understanding of Aleph. All right, so we have what they teach us roughly from the rabbis and all that. But here itself, from the Bible itself, from the uh, King David himself, <laughs> he is telling us all about the letter Aleph in these eight verses. Exciting? <laughs> yeah, and then we get to know this. I feel super excited. Okay, that direct from God's word, of course, we can have a little understanding from the others who gather from here and there, all, right, all these scholars. But here, the Holy Spirit point us to the Bible itself. Okay, we, we like, you know, and I'm, we are no Hebrew scholar here. <laughs> you know, it's like a discovery. If there is a Hebrew rabbi here, they, he will laugh at us. Now only you all know. <laughs> okay, but better late than never. <laughs> And it's very amazing, right? It's the Holy Spirit leading first to a dream, right? So anyway, Aleph, let's go into it. So today we will go into the eight verses as from uh, King David, all right? How Holy Spirit revealed to him Aleph, all right? The meaning of Aleph. <clears throat> So, Aleph, blessed are the undefiled in the way to walk in the law of the Lord. Very simple uh, verse, short. So, the first word here, blessed. All right. So, understanding Aleph. All right. From King David's revelation. So, blessed. What is the meaning of blessed? Okay. Blessed is Asher. All right. Which is happiness. Happiness. All right. So, Blessing or blessed is the happy one. 
around the world look for pursuit of happiness, right? There's a show in it also. Everyone in this world basically wants to be happy in life, all right? Happy means blessed. It means in the Hebrew, asher, it means uh, how happy, happiness, advanced. That means you are moving forward, okay? You are advancing in your life. That is happy person, right? If a person is not advancing, no growth, nothing, all right, the child is not growing, there's no happiness, right? So you're able to go straight on, progress, advance, walk, make progress, right? set right. And at the end, go forward, prosper, all right, prosper, which is the word blessed. Asha, Asha in uh, Hebrew. Okay, so first word, remember, Asher, right? Uh, uh, from Aleph is happiness, blessing. So, who is the one who is blessed and happy? <laughs> the true meaning of happy. Who is the one? Okay, so the verse continues, all right? The one who is truly happy, prosperous. Right, the world talks about prosperity and everything, wealth and all that, or happiness. Okay, now the Bible tells us, God tells us in the Hebrew letters, what, who is this person who will be truly happy? Is the one that is undefiled. Okay, right. Forget the, the scripture. Go back again. Right. Blessed are the undefiled. So. Who are these people who will be very happy, real happy, really blessed? Okay, if the first word is undefiled. So who, what do we need to understand the meaning of undefiled? Because these are the people who will be truly happy. Okay, undefiled is the word tamim, all right? Means complete. Those who are sound, helpful, all right? With integrity, they are complete. They completely cross over. Now, that reminds us, okay? Later, I will tie everything together, right? When we are in Christ, the Bible says we are complete, right? We, as in our spirit man, is complete. So you are, don't have to explain too much on spirit, soul, and body. You all, you all can understand, right? So you have spirit, soul, and body. So your spirit is now made complete, made whole, made sound, okay? Helpful. Everything received from God is inside that spirit. You have crossed over, crossed over the Red Sea, crossed over Jordan, right? And you have entered the promised land. Okay, today you are no more under sin. You are saved, crossed over already in the spirit. But many people haven't crossed over in the mind yet. Okay, so if you didn't cross over in the mind, then we are not completely happy, right? <laughs> That's why we still feel sad. We still feel fear. We feel lack. feel sin and sickness. Okay? But the one undefiled has been made perfect. All right? Has crossed over. Made upright. Okay? So these are actually those of us, okay? Today, the new creation in Christ. You are made complete. You have crossed over. No more under sin in the spirit okay crossover what who have the undefiled in case you forget again let me go back in the way who walk in the law 
of the Lord. All right. So they are the way is the way of God. Okay, the law here, the, who walk, I will put give you later. All right, the law. The, so put aside all those things that we have been thinking about law and grace. Okay, for, for now. Otherwise, you won't understand this. Okay, so you know I'm not a preacher of law. <laughs> so don't have to worry. I won't uh, make you all become lawful. But to really understand, okay, what actually uh, the Bible talking about. This law is the Torah. Okay, the Torah that God gave to Moses, all right, in the uh, mountain. Okay, the Torah is represent basically the five books of the Bible, Genesis, Exodus, uh, Numbers, Leviticus, Deuteronomy. Okay, where God, he received from God 40 days at the Mount, Mount Sinai. And that's what it means is the laws, the instructions. Okay, the direction, all right, all from the heart of God. Okay, where they, these Jewish people, they were chosen by God. All right, so they have received, Moses went to receive all the instructions of how they were to live their life as God's people. See, remember Jews and Gentiles? The Gentiles do not know God. God chose the Jews to reveal to them himself his power his goodness his grace his glory that they were to be the light to the gentiles those who do not know god that means they were to shine forth who god is display all right that their god their god is the creator of this universe so they have covenant blessings everything and god manifested his power his goodness to the jews that's why they were called the chosen people and an interesting fact here about the Jews, right, is that as God chose them, they were powerful, right, in their time. But then, because after uh, Jesus, they crucified the Messiah, God sent to them, Jesus, then they went into a time of uh, disperse, right? So there was no more uh, Jerusalem, you know, was taken over. The Jews, no nation, they just dispersed all over the world. That's why they went, some went to the East, some went to Europe, uh, US and all that. So there was, in the map of the world, there was no more Israel. Okay, after uh, Jesus. Then, they have Hitler coming in and all that. So which means that, if you look at the Torah and you look at the Bible at that time, when the Jews were dispersed, there was no Israel. And then there were prophecies that what? Jesus will come back to Israel, right? There's a prophecy, the temple rebuilt. Temple was broken, was destroyed. So if you read the Bible at that time when there was no Israel, it looked like these things written in the Bible, prophecies about Jesus coming back, about God, you know, uh, about the Jews, their covenant, all that may not be true. <laughs> correct because there's no israel so that's why the devil did everything he could to try to stop israel coming back but cannot see how powerful is prophecies today we all can live in the realm of the prophetic okay in the sense of we have insight into 
who God is and into what's going, what's happening in time. All right. So, but in 1948, amazed by everyone, okay, there was no Israel. Then the United Nations recognized Israel as a nation. So they drew the map, okay, that actually is after Hitler. Hitler was the one who uh, did the Holocaust, right? Killed so many Jews. And there was like, you know, got arranged all this to happen, right? So that the world, the, the, those authorities, America, United Nations, all that, have sympathy for the Jews. And that's when they declared Israel a state again, and the Jews can return to Israel at that time. So Israel went back into the map according to God's prophecy, God's word. Amazing or not? That's why if we know who our God is, we won't live in fear anymore. You know, He is the one who arranged. And all those, there's another uh, altogether, another teaching about the, the Israel and the Jews. Very interesting, 1967. All prophesied even in the numbers. Okay, so we'll go, go into that because that's very detailed. For us, we think, oh, we, we are born after 1948, right? <laughs> so most of us born after 1948. We don't remember before 1948, there was no Israel. So can you imagine if you were there at that time in the 18-something and the early 1900s? You read the Bible about the end times and all that, you will say, what is this? You know, when is it going to happen? They already prophesied in uh, uh, Daniel, in all the in the books, in the Torah, and all that about the Jews becoming a nation. <clears throat> God will make them from one little small nation to become big. And then, if you read it in this that time when Israel was it was doesn't exist, you will say God's word real or not, right? But after nineteen forty eight. The fulfillment of prophecy, Israel became back a nation. 1967, they, they took over the Golan Heights. If you read now, after that, you will say, oh, come to pass already. <laughs> prophecy already come to pass. Israel came back to be a nation. And then you see all the wars there. Today we are in 2022, right? You see all the wars there. What is all the wars about? The Palestinians and all that. They are trying to drive Israel out of the map again. But this time, will never be successful <laughs> because we are coming to the end of, the, of this uh, you know, uh, uh, history. History is the story of Jesus, right? Where Jesus is coming and he's coming back according to prophecy to the nation of Israel after the church, the Gentiles raptured turning all its attention back to the Jews according to prophecy, according to the Bible in the Old Testament. All right? So why God also bringing us here? Because it's very near already. If we don't understand what's happening, then we will be really lost in the world. Okay? And it's, God is so good. So the Torah, so very exciting, right? What is happening today? even more, the ingathering of the Jews, probably from everywhere, 
correct? If we start, we saw that in the Russian, the recent Russian war, the Jews coming back from Europe, all right, going back to their country because everything is going to happen. The whole world is going to focus there already after the rapture. Okay, nobody, no one, uh, no, no more the Gentiles. So that's why now is still the time of the Gentiles. That's why Abigail is going to preach the gospel <laughs> in Myanmar, you know, because now it's still the time of the Gentiles and it's not very long. Okay, so everything will turn back to the Jewish nation, Israel. Okay, so let's see this God who is so real and so powerful is also our God. So who is living there? <clears throat> okay, so the Torah basically is giving instructions okay, of how to live their life. So the Jewish people are a special people. Okay, and also with the covenant, God promised uh, Abraham, their ancestor, right? Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob to prosper them. All right, that they will be the most prosperous people on this planet Earth. Okay, so that the Gentiles who are non-Jews will see, oh, you know, really the Jews, the God of the Jews is that powerful. It's the creator. Okay, so how to live their life before Jesus come, okay, is the instructions given, all right, where they have certain, uh, they have laws, all right, laws given to them to conduct their lives, moral, as well as, you know, all the uh, legal laws for them, the Ten Commandments, plus all the moral laws, plus all the, uh, everything there to ensure that they live in supernatural health, they live in supernatural well, right? <clears throat> so if you have a manual like that, that's why the Jews treasure that Torah. <laughs> we have a manual complete from Torah to Revelation, as in we as a new creation. Ah, so where do we keep this Torah, <laughs> this Revelation? Okay? The Jews kept it in their hearts. They meditate day and night. For, to follow all the instructions that is written there. Okay, some are relevant to, actually all are relevant. It's just that we have a new understanding of grace through Christ Jesus. So instructions are very important, right? Even in the new creation, what did uh, Paul say, right? That the word of God, right? The Bible, the scriptures are for our instruction for doctrine for instruction and who are we we are god's people we are not following his instruction then how to live the life that he actually meant for us to live right everything function properly according if we follow instruction right <laughs> yeah you just try to be clever right? you buy something and it say i am the manufacturer i don't bother about how the manufacturer i thought i do my own thing yeah, that thing won't work properly, okay? It will malfunction. So we were created to function according to his way, his plan. So he gave us instructions in the Bible that will ensure we live the life, the supernatural life, right? That he meant for us, healthy, right, Elisha? Okay, so how? Follow his instruction, follow his direction. Okay, that's supposed to be the law. Right, the quotes in the law, the manner, how to live that life that is so powerful. Okay, so walking in the undefiled, 
walking in the law of God or Yahweh. All right. So the word there in the law of Jehovah, all right, is the word Jehovah in English, in Hebrew is Yahweh, or in the Hebrew letters, it's four, uh, four letters here, uh, Yud, He, Vav, He. Okay, so now we will get to understand this more, not as hate knowledge, but how this name of God that the Jews actually is not pronounceable, all right, but it, what it means today is a revelation of Aleph, God as Aleph in our lives for us to start that walk and journey with God without fear, knowing that He is for us, He's with us, He lives inside your heart. Okay, so Jehovah Yudhe is means the existing one. So you saw the four letters here, right? Yahweh is the name of our beloved Father. Okay, today, because of Jesus, this Yahweh, the God of the Jews, so holy that they cannot even pronounce it, they are not supposed, they not even pronounce it, is our Heavenly Father. Okay, and this Father, whom we do not know, you just know by name, Heavenly, we pray the prayer. A father in heaven, <laughs> hello be that name, but we live a life separate from him. No, don't even realize this father will really take care of you. Okay, so he is the existing one, all right, which in Hebrew also means the self-existing or self-existent or eternal one. So living inside us today because of Jesus, all right, we are born again. That time, Jehovah was living outside. They can, he cannot live in them yet because they were still in sin, correct? Yet this is who he revealed himself to the Jewish people. As the self-existing one. What does self-existing mean? This is the God, okay, who lives inside you. And he was the God of the Jews, of the Israelites, who demonstrated such supernatural, miraculous power during their time. So self-existing means what? He doesn't need anyone. Self-sufficient, self-existing. Whether there's anything around him or no one around him, he still exists. He is eternal. Okay? He doesn't need water. <laughs> he doesn't need air. <laughs> okay? Like for us, we cannot. We need some things to help us exist. We dependent on something. There is no one on this earth that is self-existing. We need something for us to exist. We need air. We need water. We need food. We need one another. Right? Some people, if you put them alone for 10 days, they will die. <laughs> they need people to talk. All right, Elsa. <laughs> okay. So nothing wrong. It's each, there is a need. Okay, no matter how, or some people don't need other people, that's it. So they need to be alone. That's also a need. You are not self-sufficient. We are not self-existing. We depend on something or someone to exist. So God, Jehovah, Yahweh, know this. He doesn't need us see a revelation, a bigger picture of God. You know, 
sometimes you think, hey, God need me uh, to serve him. God need my money. Uh. <laughs> That's why he asked me to tithe. Aha, we got the wrong picture of God. You are the one who needs to tithe, not God. <laughs> God don't need your money. Okay, God don't need our offering. God don't even need us. Remember, uh, I think Robert Lowe, right? Uh, not, not Robert Lowe, Elijah. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Rehabonke. You heard that, that script that touched you, that, that particular part where he said, if we don't, uh, you got spoke to Rehab Bonke, right? The great evangelist who already went with the, to be with the Lord after serving the Lord 80 to 90 years of his life. And then when God called him, you know, God also told his spirit, God tell him, if you don't accept this call, it's okay, I find another person. <laughs> Correct. See, don't think that, you know, we are so important in this life. That's why one of the letters is the letter Resh, humble. Huh? It's so important that without me, God cannot exist. Huh? <laughs> okay, wrong understanding of God because this understanding is very important. Okay, this revelation first, God don't need you, He just wants you. If you don't want Him, it's okay. <laughs> but if you want Him, receive Him, wow. What a wonderful life he has planned and prepared for each one who wants him. But remember this, he's self-existing. Okay, this is our God living inside you who has everything. Self-existing also, he has everything already. That's why everything pertains to life and godliness is in his promises, is in God. Can you imagine your daddy has got everything one? <laughs> all power that's why he's the omnipotent omnipresent right omniscient god he knows everything he has everything heaven all belong to him earth also belong to him right he has all knowledge ah he knows okay yeah that john's name is to be changed to abigail <laughs> he has all knowledge okay he has all knowledge of everything, mathematics, science, English, history, geography, medical science, right? Esther is here. Who has greater knowledge than the doctors in that expertise, in that profession? The doctors come to a certain, they are wonderful people, okay? But they come to a place, they cannot, they don't have the cure already for certain sicknesses, diseases. But our all Yahweh, Jehovah, who is self-existent, who created us, he has the answer. He has the power to heal people whom the doctors say there's no more cure. Research haven't come to a place where they can find a cure for certain diseases yet. But who has? God, Yahweh, Jehovah. Okay? He is self-existent, existing. He's like, why don't you ask me? <laughs> okay. When we come to a, a stuck in our life, then we say, I don't have the answer. If it's self, because we don't have the, the part that gives the answer, right? To whatever problem. Then God says, I'm the self-existing one. I have all the answers. I have all the solutions to life because I exist by myself. That's why he's called I am. I am. That's it. I am. Not I was. That means 
not relevant anymore, the past, but he's I am. I am today. I am the same yesterday, today, forever. I created time. Okay, so this is your God from the first letter, Aleph, okay, telling us God, Holy Spirit, telling King David this revelation of the one who is truly happy, blessed, is the undefiled one, okay, who is following the ways, walking in the ways of who? Yahweh, God. And this God is not just G-O-B in our translation, it's Yahweh in the Hebrew, which means self-existent. Okay, if in the natural realm, you have a father who is self-existent, there's no such person, right? But if there is, won't you be the happiest person on earth, Abigail, <laughs> right? Whatever you need, whatever you want, air, he can produce air for you. You need food, you need wealth, you need clothes, you need health, everything he can give you. This is actually what it means, right? It's just that you cannot see him because God is a spirit. But this is who he is. Everything. You may think, oh, I found everything in my husband already <laughs> or my wife after got married. Sorry, he's still limited, okay? <laughs> he is not self-existing. He still needs water and air. Okay, He still needs his job. God doesn't need. If we lose a job in the natural, we have our father who is self-existent, he will just go through his book and say which company and then open a door for you. That's all. This is our God, the first revelation, Yahweh. Okay? Now, do you see who is living inside you? <laughs> he take care of you, take and protect you, every area. Okay? But we will go bit by bit. All right? Otherwise, we won't be able to stop because we cannot fully comprehend Yahweh. If you go into the letters, it's even more powerful. The Yud is the smallest letter in the Hebrew alphabets. And it is like referring to the, the, the little that holds a lot. Everything starts from small. When God created this earth, also from small. And then as he spoke, everything came. The Jewish nation was a small nation. In the beginning, very small. The population, very few. Fewer than Singapore. Yeah. <laughs> and yet, God created a mighty nation from there. The most brilliant minds are there. The most richest people come from there. Small. So, we do the, the, there's a verse that says, do not despise the day of small beginnings. Yeah. Small, but we begin and grow, the word youth is going to grow bigger. All right, it talks about God. Okay, then hey, of course, is the breath, the breath of God coming into life. So for Adam, when God breathed his breath into him, what happened? He will multiply, multiply. That's why it's like a seed. The smallest thing is a seed, right? One of the smallest things in this world is seed. Small, don't, don't talk about the mango seed. Huh? <laughs> the one very big. Okay. So the mustard seed. All right. The smallest one can hardly see. But when you plant it into the ground, that's why seed must be planted 
Don't look at the seed and then say grow. No, it has to be planted. So Jesus was the seed also that was planted, died, right? And then rose again. So Adam came from, yeah, God created. After that, it was only one person became multiplied. So be fruitful and multiply. How they fruitful from the seed of the woman. Okay, so all the multiplication that God does is from a small little seed. That's why our finances are also called seed. But if we look in the natural realm, we see it as small. This is all I have, 10 ringgit, 100 ringgit. Need to pay bills. What a small mind we have when we think that way, right? God says, I am the all-sufficient God. I will, that seed, you plant it according to my instruction where, and then it will grow. It will multiply. Okay? So, the, there's so much more. And right, the hay, two times, and then the connecting. Okay, I won't go because there's so much more to go in. As we go along, we will go deeper. In the TPT, which is a good translation, but not always in every verse, all right? That's why I go through many translations before I give it to you all. It sort of sum up this, uh, this verse. You're only truly happy when you walk in total integrity, which is the undefiled one, walking in the light of God's word. All right, then we'll go back later. So verse two, blessed are they that keep his, his testimony. So seeing who God is. So Aleph is about the two, uh, God reaching down to man, right? Man reaching to God and connected through the Vav. The Vav is a letter in the Hebrew alphabet to connect. So God already connected us to him. He came down from heaven to earth to bring us to his level, to where he stayed. That's why you have the second letter, Bet, right? The 10, God wants to dwell in us. So again, verse 2. Blessed, happy, true happiness are they that keep his testimonies. Okay? So we are talking about God coming down, Aleph, the self-existing one, Yahweh, coming down and taking us men, connecting men through Jesus Christ. He is the, there are many other meanings, right? So, but that, when we are connected to him, that is true happiness. But, we have to follow his instructions. Okay? So Aleph is God, the fiery hand is also meaning that Yud also means the fiery hand. All right, the spark of everything. Take us up to live that heavenly life on this earth by following his instructions. Okay, so first we know we create recreated us, right? Then doesn't mean after that no more already. There are still instructions because we have no knowledge of how the supernatural life is all about. All right, of how because we were from earth and under sin. So now God gave us the Torah, God gave us the Bible as the instruction. All right, remember the door, the, the door, the, the Dale, the first letter in the Daba, the word of God. As the door to revelation, removing the veil, the blindness from our eyes, spiritual eyes, so that we can enter into the realm of God. 
and be truly happy. <laughs> be blessed. Okay, that is the true happiness. So second part of it, all right, the first part, the first verse talk about Yahweh. All right, when we walk in his ways, Aleph, okay, we'll continue with the rest. In God's ways, in God's testimonies, in God's uh, uh, law or instruction, put it as instruction, okay? Because in the new covenant, we also still got instruction. So the under grace, it doesn't mean totally, just don't do anything, <laughs> okay? But now we do it from the new heart, from the new born again spirit, not out of compulsion, but out of that desire, right? The, the, the uh, thankfulness, the gratefulness, for who he is. He loved us, then we are. Actually, the word love him back is not that. He, we love because he first loved us. The, the word doesn't say we love him. It says we love. It means we love others. Okay? Love agape. All right? The agape is now in a heart. Unconditional love is in a heart. Loving is part of our life. Okay? Because he first loved us. So loving God was no problem already because he already put that inside us. And then it's about loving others. Okay, but how to love others, all right? So that's uh, as we learn to understand who we are, who God is. So blessed are happy. Happiness are those who keep his testimonies and who seek him with their whole heart. See, in this revelation of Aleph, of God is all about the heart. Okay, the heart we already learned is the Hebrew word let. Okay, which means your inner man, your most inner being, person inside, not your head, not the soul area without God, right? Your heart, your will, your emotion, your uh, mind together with your renewed or your conscience. Okay, keep his testimony. So happy. First one, blessed are those undefiled who walk in the ways of Yahweh, the self-sufficient, the self-existing one. And happy again, blessed are those who keep his commandments or keep his testimonies, right? Natsa, which is God, watch over, observe. Observe what? The word of God. Observe the, 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 the Daba. Okay, God's word, God's testimonies, what God say, okay, like a watchman, remember? That's why what, what do we got today or what do we uh, watch over, what do we keep? We keep the Bible where? At the side of a table. <laughs> I, don't write this down, okay? <laughs> I didn't say that. It is to help you realize what we have been doing. No wonder your life is not happy, right? The happy is the true happiness, the blessed one, not the, the definition of the world. Happy when you got money, not happy, not the emotional happy. But it will come out in emotion. There will be smiles and radiant joy. That's why a lot of Christians got no joy. Uh, that's why Holy Spirit now gives the true joy <laughs> from heaven pouring out right to abigail and uh, uh, all of you right so why this true joy true happiness comes from god as we keep keep his word read in our heart okay so i, I always remember when i was young psalms 119 
Although I don't fully understand it, I love the word of God. It's the word, I, and Psalms 119 later on, it says, what, Thy word have I hidden in my heart, that I may not sin against thee. Okay? Where have you hide the word of God? Here. That's why if you put it here, then only it can come out from your mouth. If you don't put it here, it will only come out on and off. <laughs> like you on switch like that. Okay? But there's so much abundance. If you put it inside, it will always come out. Okay, so God, right? You all uh, learn that scripture, right? Uh, guard your heart with all diligence, right? Why? Because from it comes the issues of life. Protect God. Let God, that word inside you. Okay? Don't have a sentimental idea of God. You don't need us to guard him. <laughs> okay? We need to guard the word. That means protect it. Watch over it. Observe. Joshua 1, 8, meditate on my word day and night that you may observe to do. Observe to what? To admire? No, to do. Okay? Instructions are for us to do. Okay? But again, this is not about doing things so that God will bless us. Okay? In Christ, he already blesses. But there are still things to do, all right, to bring forth the completeness of the blessing of God in our lives. Because we are still on this planet Earth. All right, so watch over the word. Don't let one day I hear God's word. Oh, God has blessed me. I'm so happy. And then tomorrow, no more for God already. That is not diligently keeping God's word. Okay, so, but you heard a word of God, a promise of God today. And then you meditate on it day and night. That's how you watch and keep the word until you act upon that particular promise or word of God. Until it has become so much fire inside you life inside you, you're acting upon it, you're taking that word and you are practicing it, you're acting, taking the necessary action according to that particular word, whether it means confessing, speaking, walking, giving, any area, that's how we keep. So remember, the true happiness, the blessedness is the one, first, undefiled, cross over completely to today, all refer to Christ, okay? in Christ. Then, what joy overwhelms everyone who keeps the ways of God. The testimony of God is also the way. Alright? God's way. Okay? That's why there are only a few leaders and the rest are like just followers. We start with following and then God can make you become a leader like Moses, you know, and all those that he raised up to experience him, his ways. The children of Israel only knew the works of God. Moses knew the ways of God. That means the testimony, how God does things. How God does, why God bless us through uh, our tithing and offering in terms of financial. It is his way, okay? Get the revelation. We've been taught many times already. Don't understand? Get the understanding, right? This is God's way of financial provision and blessing. Okay? Because there are only two gods in this world. Money and him. Alright? And the way to get rid of the god of um, worshipping god of money is just our tithing and giving. And then it releases in the spiritual realm the true god, Jehovah, the self-existing one, to bless you. Because you will never be bonded to money ever again. 
Yeah, can you imagine some of you who have uh, started to type and learn to type? If you understand this revelation, you're totally free of fear of lack. Right? As you more and more understanding. So this is the way of God. Don't ask God why. <laughs> he actually tell you already. It's like telling Abraham, you know, all through Abraham's story, through you know, who typed before and all that, to say, can or not, I don't type. You talk to God, lah. <laughs> it is his word. <laughs> okay. It's not whether can or not, or whether you'll be you know, uh, die of sickness or whatever. It's just his way. When you realize he is God, Jehovah, follow his ways, then you'll be truly happy. That's all. Okay. <clears throat> seek those who seek him as their heart's passion. Okay. From our heart. Follow, seek. To seek is a deeper meaning than just. Just, just go, right? Like a selling, really putting the time to come in to know him whom you have received into your heart. Right? Someone so wonderful, this Jehovah, this Yahweh. And putting time is one way of seeking, right? Say, I, I don't want to go, you, you want to seek for something valuable. It takes time, right? <laughs> Rather than, you know, that one not important now. What is important, you spend time, put time to seek. So we seek after God. So Jesus also said, seek first the kingdom of God, the kingdom, all that represent God. All right. Okay, verse three. So when the, the is when we really go after. That's why even learning uh, going into the Hebrew letters. It takes time. <laughs> For me, it's like until oh, no time to eat, no time to go to toilet. Also, because but when you begin to get the revelation, it's so exciting. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like, you know when you're looking for something valuable, and you find it, uh, it's more precious than something that is already put there. That's why you all like to play hide and seek, right? <laughs> or treasure hunt. <laughs> Why is it called treasure hunt? The, the, the joy of finding the treasure is different from the one that your father, father just put on top of your table. Ah, this is for you. But you go look for it and then you find it yourself. Right? The mysteries of God. There are some things that are meant for people who will seek after him. Who will put that time that is, you know, can be for other things. But say, Lord, no, I want to use this time to find you, to seek after you. This is the true happiness. And God is so delighted, Jehovah. He wants to reveal to you. So it's like a, you know, it's like a child-father relationship. The one who spends more time than with the father or the mother gets more, right? Then their brother, sister, very jealous. <laughs> Why? Eh? You know, uh, daddy or mommy love you more or looks like love more. It's not love more. She's she wants to follow the mother everywhere. <laughs> wants to get every word that she's saying. He's talking. And therefore, the mother or father begin to reveal more things to this particular child. It's not about favoritism. Yeah? In the natural, also, we do that. The child will always follow, follow you wherever you go. Because during those things, time, you will tell secrets to that person. <laughs> the friendship and all that. All right, you follow, you go close, you get more than the rest who follow from far. So when we seek after God, it's like, God, I want to, you know, 
really, really know you. Tell me more secret. And then you know the secret. He tell you, he didn't tell the others. Not because he don't want to tell the others. Because they didn't seek after him. That's all. <laughs> right? So, then verse 3. They also do no iniquity. They walk in his ways. All right? They will never do what's wrong, but will always choose the paths of the Lord. Okay, here is where the understanding of uh, doing to get uh, to clear conscience. So we all understand grace where our conscience already clear, right? We have received undeserved favor, right? God loves us whether we good or bad. You do good, get good, do bad, get bad. That is under the world, right? But today, because of grace, all right, we are no more under that. God loves you regardless. That's why we love him so much. Right then, but here, this happy person, okay. Now, see yourself, all this is in Christ already. Right? They do not do iniquity. So, under the understanding of in Christ, right, we do not want to sin anymore, right? Because you've got a new seat inside you. Third John, uh, uh, John, third John 1. 339, right? You have a divine sperm, divine seed in you of a new nature. So we do not continue sinning habitually, deliberately. <clears throat> but here already, even before Jesus, that, that's for the, for the Jews, right? But we see it also relate to us because doesn't mean you are now born again. Remember, there's nothing for us to follow, no instruction, nothing, correct? So they will be the ones, the truly happy are ones who walk in his, what? His ways. His ways are his testimonies that he has set down for us. Okay? For the Jews, for us too. They will never do what's wrong, but will always choose the path of the Lord. Yeah. So that's why we know in the heart, we have the will, the mind, the emotion, because God has given us a new heart. Today, we can choose. Right? We can choose to follow God. You choose to spend this time to seek Him, to hear, to, to learn. Right? Elisha, right? Choose to put this time to learn, to seek God. Every one of you here, Sarah, Esther, Nankam. Okay? We choose. We choose to obey God. What is there to obey now? Very simple. Only a few things left to obey. <laughs> In Christ, God, Jesus obeyed the whole law for us already. And one simple thing, which is for our own good, right, is the part, why is it so sensitive, this tithing and offering thing? Because it's like a God there. A God that holds on to you for years. Because there's no other God. Jesus said you cannot serve God and serve mammon. Right? So come to a place where you all don't have this sensitivity when the word tithing is mentioned. <laughs> Uh, right? Like if for pastors, they're so scared to mention this word tight because the people resist, you know, like we offend them. Why? Because money is so precious to them. That's their God. That's why Jesus, God, have to give this instruction, which is not just in the law. It was already in Adam's time. <laughs> right? He taught his children how to tithe. They gave the best. Right? Cain and Abel gave the best. Who gave the best? Abel. Whereas Cain, right? So tithing is a revelation why, you know, 
it is just God's way of blessing us without any effect of the world, of the devil taking our lives, taking our happiness away from us. Because when there's lack, you're happy or not? <laughs> not happy, right? When there's fear, there's right, there's no real happiness, there's no real blessedness in our life. God was imagine looking at his children and they are thinking the moment receive pay, first is their bills, what to pay. What kind of life is that? But God wants us to realize that in our tithing, Him first, before we think of any bills to pay or what to buy, is what belongs to God. So the consciousness of God first in our lives, of Jehovah, the self-existing one, who is going to take care of your the whole month, that's the happiness, the joy of the person who follow this instruction of God. That's all. He doesn't want to take from us. He wants to give. So it's such a joy each time we get something, whether it's from work or somebody give you or whatever, the first thing is say, Lord, you are the one who gave me this money or this blessing. I want to honor you back. And speedily, in, you know, it's just done naturally. And with that comes the full joy. You know, whose name, huh? Is it Abigail? Yeah, it's Abigail. Okay, <laughs> just suddenly come to me. You know, there are, there are the meanings there. And one of the meanings is the joy of the father. Did you see that? No, huh? yeah. It is the, the meaning is the joy of the father. You are the joy of your daddy, heavenly father. <laughs> feel so much anointing because I forgot already <laughs> I thought I have to look at the notes but it just came to me again right the joy of the father is the meaning of Abigail and I saw it so beautiful yeah because we choose to it's your own choice right that's why God don't force hiding is not a force giving is not a force following God is not a force serving him is not by compulsion right it is for us to choose which heavenly father, which father enjoy the children, giving them money or, you know, blessing them by force. <laughs> now it's Chinese New Year. Okay, now you need to give me ang pao. <laughs> and then the child, oh, so pressured, I have to give because mommy or daddy said must. See, this one, the true happiness, all right, of the one who has God as Jehovah, first are left inside all right is the one who will choose himself just like god gave adam a free choice whether to eat from the fruit of the tree of knowledge of good and evil where he himself can depend on himself we don't need to depend on god the main thing about the tree of knowledge of good and uh, and evil and the tree of life is whether you depend on god or you depend on our own works our own intelligence our own strength that's what i left Jehovah, beginning is God. All our, the one who will really enjoy true life is when happiness is the one who depends on God and follow his ways. When we follow his ways, we walk in his ways, we are depending on God. We are partaking of the tree of life, right? And it is from free will, free choice, yeah? So that you become the joy of the Lord, uh, of the joy of the Father. <laughs> Beautiful, huh, Abigail? 
<laughs> Can you imagine? I forgot it already. Okay, always choosing the path of the Lord. All right, we may have been brought up in this world with all the ideas and beliefs of the world system. But now that you're born again, right, you want to separate yourself from this world, not as in physically, but in the in your heart. Right? You want to follow his ways, knowing that he will never punish you ever again. He will never allow harm to come to you. He's so good. He just wants to bless you. Who doesn't want to choose this kind of father? If insane, right? <laughs> right? To want to, to depend our own self. On our own effort, we can grow old and then no more strength, okay? But you depend on one who has all the strength. Aleph, also in a picture form, is the strength of an ox, right? He is the one who has all power, all strength, all ability to take care of you. It'd be very silly, right, not to choose him. He just said, come to me. I will give you rest. That was Jesus said, right? I will take care of you. I give you help. Which person in this world can give you everything? that you will ever need. Yeah, it's our daddy, Yahweh, his name. Yud-Heh-Vah-Heh. All right, the self-existing one. So this person, right, who is blessed, who is depending on the self-existing one, who will always choose the path of the Lord. All right, the Lord, the path is the way, right? The journey, the instructions, the roadmap that God gives to us without even compunction, right? And then of the Lord, the Lord is master. Remember that, huh? Yahweh, which is also uh, Lord, master. Okay. So the ways, oh, yeah, I put it here. I remember I put it somewhere. Okay, the ways is the, in Hebrew, is direct. Iblingo, <laughs> uh, uh, your, your son's name. Okay, the ways, the direct, the road, the distance. Oh, no wonder you had a testimony, right? That God showed him the way home, right? <laughs> something like that. He walked, uh, something like that, right? Okay, he is, Jesus is the way. So in, in Hebrew, it's the word direct. Or direct, we call it in English, right? The way, the road, the journey, the manner, the path, the direction, the course of life. Okay, we follow. Our course of life, we don't want to take any other course of life anymore <laughs> after knowing the best course of life. Isn't he, Jesus, the Bible, the Torah, the instructions, the manual, okay, the new covenant cluster, and the whole Bible is to reveal to us the course of our new life in Christ. No need to sign up for any other course. <laughs> we already signed up for this course, right? From the Bible itself, from the Holy Spirit, all right, who is the best teacher. He will teach us, right, the direction in our life from now onwards. Everything, the self-sufficient, the existing one who knows all things, who has all things, now is the teacher in the Holy Spirit to guide you in this way. It involves our character as well, right? How do we get, go about, right? Understanding grace, the new nature is in you. Your character change, okay? Like First Corinthians 13, love. What is love? What is agape? Patient, kind, all right? Elijah, more patient now, right? <laughs> it's the fruit of the spirit, okay? We don't force it out. 
Yeah, we just keep on filling ourselves with God and then His Word, and it comes out. So this is the best course you sign up for. <laughs> in a, in a, a book of Acts, right? When the people receive the Lord, you read it in the message version. Those converted, the, it's very interesting, the message version, contemporary. So it's, other versions will just say they received the Lord, right? And they were added to the church. They were added to the church. So message version, version said they will sign up. <laughs> you go read for yourself, right? And uh, about 3,000 will sign up. See, yeah? We sign up for this new direction course in our life. Spiritual, what we've got. And then at the end of the journey, in heaven. Any other course that lead you to heaven? <laughs> yeah, don't have, right? All just all on earth. But now we will also have heaven's life right now. This course on this earth right now. And then all the way up ultimately until we reach the physical heaven that we can touch and feel. Okay, so thou has commanded, remember there are eight verses in Aleph, right? In knowing the meaning of Aleph, thou has commanded us to keep thy precepts diligently. It's all about God, Jehovah, yeah? yud Hey vav Hey, the small that holds a lot, <clears throat> the creator. And then about man, okay? Man, Aleph is God and man, right? with the joined by the the valve okay then what is man's part to have god fully inside us Aleph, the beginning beginning starting of this journey in life all right is to follow his ways follow his ways follow his ways that is the starting point of the journey right you have to begin somewhere which is the wisdom of God, actually, right? Fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. Proverbs, Solomon said that, right? So in the beginning of our journey, our left is the beginning, is the starting, is the head. We recognize him. And all we do, we do is to just follow his ways, all right? Keep his precepts diligently. Now, how to follow this way? Diligently, all right? God has prescribed the right way to live. Uh, you go see doctor, they give you prescription, right? <laughs> you go follow or not? I never follow. <laughs> Confession. <laughs> I just go there to get MC <laughs> last time when I was working because I hate all the medication that make me more sick. Uh, some are good, okay? But for, for flu, the worst medication, uh, cough, the worst to me, the worst medication is cough mixture. <laughs> it make you cough more <laughs> and antibiotics. But uh, do take if you... Go see doctor and they ask you to take, right? For me, different because I, I just don't like. So they give you a prescription, right? Doctor, Esther, if you give a prescription to your patient and then they don't follow the prescription, <laughs> that means you already prescribed. What to do, what to do, what to do. Like me, the, you, you this stubborn patient, right? And then if let's say it didn't get well, you will say, What's, it's not my problem. Huh? I already give you the prescription, you didn't follow. <laughs> Right now, Esther. Yeah. So you don't like this kind of patient, right? But those who follow are supposedly, all right, most probably 90% they will get well for, for simple illnesses, right? You're supposed to just take the painkiller and then the pain supposed to go. Okay. So, but that is a prescription for your benefit, isn't it? Doctors, you prescribe them, they follow the instruction. 
they're supposed to get well. Now, God has prescribed <laughs> in the, this is, I think, TPD, right? The right way to live. Hallelujah. <laughs> Everyone shout. Yeah. They don't have to go and find, yes, what, how to live this life, uh, God, how? Uh, it's all in the Bible, from Genesis to Revelation, right? He revealed to us the right way. The right way to, to what? Not to just have money, to or just have health, or everything, to live life. Life is so precious. That's why people commit suicide is the work of the devil, right? Where they give up on life, where they think wrongly that God don't love them. Yeah, but God already showed us he loved us from beginning Genesis all the way to Revelation to Jesus Christ for us to have life. Jesus came to give us life and life abundantly. So how to live this life and life abundantly? Very simple, follow the prescription. <laughs> okay, follow God's prescription. Not sure, ask. Okay, Holy Spirit, all right, where your teacher, your, your fivefold ministry, right, will guide you into following. If they didn't guide you properly, find another one who <laughs> will guide you properly. It's your life, your life. You decide, okay, what you want to fit with, who you want to be your teacher. Both here, and ultimately, Holy Spirit, of course, right. You choose. It's your life, you know. Even outside there, if a school teacher no good, you you take your children out to go to another school, right? Spiritual life is even more important. I'm not saying I'm very great or what, right? But that is your choice. If you cannot learn anything here, then go find someone who can teach you where you can learn the right, the right ways of God, right? Don't stay there and then forever never grow, okay? So God prescribed from his word, the right way of life. If you have been listening and you have been growing, right, then continue with the way, the right way, right, to grow your life, to live the life, right, that is meaningful, purposeful, full, blessed, true happiness, okay? Obeying, keeping his laws, precepts, diligently means obeying his laws with all our hearts. Again, this law is not the law of uh, thou shalt love the Lord thy God and all that, you know, where you have to do it without Christ. So we understand the law as the Torah, the instructions applicable to us, free will, free choice. Okay, now we are already in Christ. Okay, we are already blessed, but still got few things to do. And one of the things is to meditate, <laughs> right? <laughs> to keep, or even in the Philippines, Paul talked about, right? Your mind, okay? Keep your mind, keep the uh, uh, think, whatever is good, whatever is pure, whatever is honest, all right? These are the things that you think upon, fix your mind. It's the same as in Hebrew, Joshua 1, 8. Meditate on my word day and night that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it so that you, Elijah, Elijah will make your way prosperous. Yeah, it's very simple. The instruction lead to your prosperity to your health, to your healing, to your blessing. Follow the instruction in the manual, okay? From our heart, because I taught you all before, right? The carnal mind will always go against God's word. Your five senses will always go against what God said. So the new heart, right? 
with a renewed mind will now make the decision you choose the five the three voices talking to you spirit soul and body right you choose from the word to follow his word you make your choice and decision to follow god's way from your new heart diligently what's the means of diligently one of right uh in the hebrew right it also means abundance right when we are diligent it brings abundance in the natural right you say you lazy fella <laughs> then you want a lot of uh, uh you know uh uh, what you got it? Uh, fruit from your work. If you don't know hardworking, then how? That's why we this word diligent, right? We are diligent, hardworking on our part, right? Hardworking to seek God. Because when we are diligent, there is abundance. In that word, diligent is abundance, right? You say, oh, I want a lot, lot, lot of money in, in the world, right? And then we say, your, your mother was saying, you can't even get up from the bed. <laughs> you're so lazy you need to be diligent okay then you work okay but to us now the diligence see just seeing the meaning diligently seek god's way diligently obey the laws of the, the word of god also diligent is uh, there's one meaning there when you have diligence you have abundance you have muchness you are speedily all right you're diligent you do things quite fast <laughs> okay don't compare one another but on your own self decide this you know you're going to do things fast do what things obeying god especially <laughs> just do it fast why wait another what you can do today don't don't do tomorrow or day after unless today cannot right that's the diligence the delight of the lord you know imagine jesus said i'm very lazy to come down to die for you and then postpone another 10 years <laughs> or another you know 1000 years no diligent at the time when he's he's supposed to come he came right on the dot right so god is always on the dot in everything he promised us so on our part we also using god's ability inside us be diligent in obeying god yeah in whichever area that we need to fast do it fast you want to do it already then do it don't wait okay <clears throat> that is spiritual part in terms with our lord all that my ways were directed to keep his statutes in some in that's in the king james again talking about the way see the aleph is about god coming down to man redeeming us and then now how do we start this journey there is a way right the whole journey that's why there are 22 alphabets in this journey in this course <laughs> of life new life in christ okay that i may be directed the all my ways see from man's side is this cry lord may i follow your ways that's why uh, david became such a great king and shepherd right he was also a good sheep to follow god's way his heart was a man after God's own heart. That's how God described him. Own heart means what? You want to follow God's ways. Yeah. So you, you, you don't you know, compromise with God. That's why he said obedience is better than sacrifice in another scripture. Obey certain things that you know require obedience. Then rather uh, having a, a conversation with God to see another way. Yeah. Jesus is the only way. There's no other way. Right? <laughs> so other things also 
he said in his word, that's the way. How I long for my life to bring you glory as I follow. Yeah? A few weeks ago, I talked about the sheep following in the cycle, right? Of uh, seed time, harvest, day, night, cold, heat, right? Don't be cold all the time. Be hot with the fire. <laughs> okay? So everyone of your holy precepts, may I follow. So beautiful, right? When you follow after God's ways, one day you, God will use you to guide and teach others to follow after God as well. So you become from sheep, become a shepherd. All right? And many of you have come become shepherd. So before we can lead others, we follow his ways, right? And our life can bring him glory. I shall not be ashamed. Then shall I not be ashamed when I have respect unto all thy commandments. Do we treasure God? You know, last time in the physical, yeah, it's uh, the Bible cannot drop on the floor. Yeah, it's good, you know. <laughs> or rather, you know, don't put your feet on the Bible. I mean, these are good ways of to respect. But it's not just about that. All right, it's what's inside the Bible. Ah, do you really respect Yahweh, Jehovah, your God? And then we say, it's not just about bowing down, although the word humility is inside the letter, right? It's bowing down in our heart. It's worship, all right? It's humility, humbling ourselves, right? So there is man, we respect him, okay? Very important, right? When we respect someone, we follow that person. Respect what? Again, it's not God in a, in a picture, all right, it is the word, his word, the bar. All right, the word that became life inside this outlet. So, right, it's God's word, right? Not just the physical Bible, okay? It's the word of God inside. Then you will never be ashamed, and I will take strength from all your commandments. Supernatural strength and power is given to you through the word. I left the picture of the ox. When we have Jesus or God Jehovah as our beginning in our life, the, the beginning of wisdom, when we fear him, we respect him, we honor him, he becomes your strength, your ox. Jesus, one of the four things about Jesus, the ox, the eagle, Right, Ox also uh, talk about servanthood, humility. Yeah, he humbled himself as the son of God to come down to die for us. What greater humility is that? <laughs> if you come from a rich family, powerful, can you imagine? Will you do that to die for the poor beggar outside, you know, who has nothing, no benefit to you? Remember, God is self sufficient, self existing. We have no benefit to God. He don't need us. Just like a rich man, we are rich. We don't need the beggar, right? To have a good life, right? We're already very good life. But Jesus humbled himself and he saw us like beggars. We need him, not he need us. And he came down, Aleph, the beginning. So that's where he earned our respect, our love for him, for the word. And he gave us strength supernatural in our lives right from his commandment every promise of god 
that you meditate and act upon? Does it give you strength, supernatural? Yeah. Joe, uh, no, Abigail and uh, Ching Lan, right? Need that supernatural strength to go to Myanmar, right? To preach the gospel. And he, as your Aleph, as your Jehovah, right? As the ox, as you humble yourself to serve him, he gave you in exchange his strength. That's what it means, but I can do all things to Christ who strengthens me. It's not you anymore. You humble yourself to receive the greater strength for him through his commandments, through his promises. I will praise thee with uprightness of heart. Then I shall have learned thy righteous judgments. I will give my thanks to you from a heart of love. See, it's all about the heart from your inner man. God coming down, communicate, connected, not with our mind, not with our body, but with our spirit, with our heart. Then it will manifest, all right, outside. I have learned your righteous judgments. I may give thanks to you from a heart of love. Developing the hidden man of the heart. It's all about your inner man. Your inner man, your hidden man inside the heart. Right, the directions, the law of God, the word of God put inside there and you follow from your heart. You never follow from your mind, never follow from your body. What your body tells you, I don't feel like doing, obeying God here. No, it's the spirit that says, you know, if they follow the, the, the body, the, the body can tell you, you know, uh, I, begin, I don't feel like going to Myanmar already. <laughs> not may, may not have that, but it can happen, right? Because it's the body, right? Or the, the devil talking the thoughts. Very, you know? But now, Abigail and Chenglan growing in the heart, they don't have this, I don't feel like anymore. The spirit man rise up. I'm going by faith. <laughs> that is a supernatural strength taking over. Right? Whatever circumstances, the feelings no more already, no more rule me. All right? But rather, God's word. Right? And he becomes the Aleph, the strength, right? The supernatural strength in you, right? To follow him, to walk in his judgment, in his ways of truth and love. I keep thy statutes. See, all these eight verses is all about God. Aleph, right, coming down, who he is, Yahweh, introducing God as Yahweh, the self-existing one, the, doesn't, the beginning, the creator, all right, with the youth and the hay, the breath of God, and then about man putting on God, all right, or letting God be God. Who is this God? The first, first Aleph, right? I will keep your statutes about man following God's ways, the cause of life through his commandments, through his Torah, through his Bible, through his word. Apparently, follow his word. That is the direction of blessedness. I will be faithful to all your word revealed. See, the revelation as God opened to the Hebrew letters. It's, it's like a, the veil open up like that. You know, for us who Gentiles before who don't know anything, but today, by the goodness of God, the Holy Spirit brings us to understand what the Jews can supposed to understand, but yet the Jews are blinded because they reject Jesus. But today, many Jews are coming to know Jesus. right? But they have the Torah, they have the truth, they have the knowledge of who their God is. But because 
they reject Jesus, they were blinded. But today, the gospel opening of the veil, the unveiling of the truth of Jesus now go to the Jews as well. And we who receive first, we, why, why we are supposed to have the unveiling ready <laughs> right in Christ and then we go back and put one blindfold over our eyes, right? So when uh, we are in the presence of God, when Holy Spirit is so good to unveil to us more and more of who is the new creation, who is the God of the new creation and who is the new creation in Christ, okay? Through the understanding of the God of the Jews, the creator of this earth. And then when we have more understanding of the word, of who God is, we'll be faithful to what your word revealed. All right, see clearly already, no more spectacle. You can say, oh, blah, blah, I don't understand. Now God unveiled very clearly. <laughs> okay, so follow, right? Just follow. And you say, don't ever give up on me. See, see uh, David has the revelation that it is not, we try not to give up on God. <laughs> we are so dependent on him. That is why you call pride, right? Man says, I don't need God. I can live this life without God. And then after becoming a Christian, it's like, you know, God, you need me. But I won't, I won't give up lah, my, my life serving the Lord. No. The understanding of God and through Aleph is that God don't need us. God is the one who can say, I will give up on you. But he didn't. <laughs> How wonderful. He didn't give up on us. He could have given up on us, right? He has the authority to say that. But he didn't. And men don't have the authority to say it. Men say, I, I give up on God already. Wow, can you imagine how many people, or maybe we have said it ourselves. Now, Mike, God is so good, he didn't take it to heart. <laughs> yeah, right? Sometimes you say, I give up. Huh? I give up serving God. I give up on God. I give up believing God. Good thing he never take us seriously. <laughs> His grace. Right? And the revelation of Aleph is that God didn't give up on us. Yeah? And David saw that, King David, and said to God in humility, God, don't give up on me. So beautiful. That's the, the right way to relate to God. God, Jehovah, this is uh, my own, uh, from a little understanding, I believe there's so much more, but whatever we can bring up in these few hours of Aleph, <clears throat> of Jehovah, God, Jehovah, Yahweh, Yud, Hey, Vav, Hey, the self-existing one as Aleph is the creator, right? The one who created this whole universe, created you and me. It's the source of our life. Without him, there's no breath, we die, right? The moment a person dies, is no more breath. Who gave us that breath? God. All right. The source, the head. Who is the head? I left talk about the head. You can see the, the, the character. God as the head, but he humbled himself. As the beginning, as the center of everything. The number one, the first. Okay, so this one, uh, need further understanding later. The number one is not just the number one that we understand in our English, right? It's much more than that. It's the one as in Trinity, as in the first, okay? 
um, as three in one, right? So there's more than that. So, but this one, just to show you that the, the number one or Aleph, the first letter of the Hebrew alphabet is also the letter, the first letter of many words, which is father. Okay, the Hebrew letter starts with Aleph. And then God also with Aleph, start as being the word I am, has the, the Aleph, the first letter inside. Light, also Aleph. Jesus is the light of this world. Yeah. And then love also starts with Aleph, an olive, <laughs> olive, a sign, the truth starts with the letter Aleph, and amen, also with Aleph. Later, you see, there's so much to learn, right? Now I think of it, <laughs> I say, when will we finish until Jesus comes, <laughs> you know, to discover him, okay? So as we learn, we will continue serving him because who else is worth serving in this world except our creator? our source, right? Our head. Colossians, then in this Aleph, all right, in the very beginning, it brings us all, who is this head? Is it only Jehovah? All points to, everything points to Jesus. Colossians 1, 15 to 16. Who is the image? Who is this? Jesus Christ, all right? If the image of the invisible God, now in the New Testament, see all ties together. God and Jesus is three in one, plus Holy Spirit, right? Holy Spirit, the Aleph or the youth is like a spark. And that speaks of the Holy Spirit. Everything starts from the youth. The Holy Spirit as a spark in every area of our life. That's why Pentecost happened, okay? The firstborn of every creature, creature by him, by Christ. Just now we read about Jehovah. Now, who is this? The image of the invisible God, the invisible Jehovah of Yahweh is who? Now we can see God. He's invisible in the beginning, right? When he was uh, revealed as Yahweh. The, the people cannot see him. The Jews, they cannot see God, right? Even uh, Moses, God had to, he had to hide him in the cleft of the rock, right? He said, you cannot see my face or you will die. That's the holy God. But today, God unveiled himself and in the form of Jesus Christ, <laughs> when he came down, it says, Jesus is the image. Ah, can see already, can feel him, can see him, but not described. I love it when I found this, uh, when I came to know this, why the Bible never described to us exactly how Jesus looked like when he was on earth. No necessity, just the human form. What we need to see him is in his glorified form. And that's where he was revealed in Revelations. When God, uh, they saw him as light, bright, yeah, uh, Adeline, right? Bright light, and then the face cannot see, but like the morning sun, uh, not morning, afternoon sun, right? In the sun, in its brightness. This is how God wants us to see him. But the image of the invisible God is Jesus Christ revealed now, come to earth. He's the firstborn. The Aleph, right? The first, number one. Of every creature, by him, by Jesus, we were all, were all things created. Can you see a bit of who is living inside you now? <laughs> the one who existed before anything, before time, who created earth, heaven, earth, and you and me, everything. And then all things were created, even the word create, all right, comes from the alphabet. It starts in the beginning. I haven't go into that yet. That are in heaven and that are in earth. 
everything comes from Christ Jesus, God, Jehovah. And this Jehovah live where? <laughs> he chose to live inside our hearts, right? Inside us. So don't let him stay there sleeping, okay? Let him come out and begin to, you know, see God now as Aleph that are in heaven, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created by him. God, remember how did God create? In use his, the fire, right? The youth. He spoke the word, which is today Jesus of the living word in John chapter 1. Then the fire, the Holy Spirit, the youth brought it to pass. Earth began to happen, the visible, from the invisible to the visible realm. That's the word create or bara. And that is the fire of God in our hearts. If we have the word in our heart, we will be able to bring to existence what did not yet exist, what was from the invisible realm into the visible realm. That's faith also, if you understand it. But this is another understanding, a deeper understanding of faith. All right. Many people just say, oh, you don't have faith. No. Understanding God will help you to understand faith, right? And with the power that's inside every one of you. I love all your new names. Yes. <laughs> Elijah, Abigail, Rachel, right? Hannah. Okay. So the visible, all things were created by him. Ah, for him. See, the whole universe centered in Christ, in God. Not you, huh? <laughs> not me, huh? we are nothing. Okay, but God is so good. He gave us the privilege to be part of creation and the power to procreate with Him. He entrusted you and me who were nobody, one little atom, right? When you go into the plane, right? Uh, two of you are going to go into the plane soon. Whenever I'm in the plane, I love to look down from the window and see. Earth is so small, <laughs> right? So I always think of this. God see us, you know, we can be so small like an ant and then just use one finger and just kill the ant. He didn't kill us. And he knows Abigail stays here. <laughs> you know, uh, what Elisha needs in Kulong, you know, who needs in where. And then when we are looking, when I look from up there, I can't see anything. <laughs> but God can see. How wonderful is our God? You know, and that's what it means by we seeing from God's perspective, right? From his eyes, right? We learn, how do we see? From his word. His word tells us how to see the way he sees, the way he sees us, the way he sees your future, your destiny, right? Everything is for him. So that brings man to humility, right? To the character that bends down. We humble ourselves before God to learn his word. Right? That's why God spoke, spoke to Job, right? Job think he know a lot <laughs> and his three friends also about God until the last chapter of Job where Job had to bow down before God and say, I'm sorry, God, I don't know anything. <laughs> you know everything. You just go and read the last chapter. And that's when he realized he humbled himself before God. God restored back his fortune double, you know, of everything that he lost. Okay? God blessed him back when he come to his senses and humble himself to follow the ways of God and to say, God, you are the creator. Okay, I don't know anything. <laughs> yeah, he will bring us to that place of humility and then he can use us for his glory. 
Everything was for him. He is before all things. God, Jehovah, Jesus Christ, today is the center of the whole Bible. Yeah, it's the, it's the invisible God made visible to us, right? He came down, humility. Aleph already has Jesus inside it. He's before all things, and by him all things consist. He is the head of the body, the church. We are the body of Christ. Who is the head? Christ is the head. Do you acknowledge the head? Do you follow the instructions of the head? <laughs> we say, yes, God, Jesus, you are the head. But I don't want to follow what you say. <laughs> then we are the head, not him, right? But when we see this head just wants to love us. You know, from the head, you can be called brain, brain dead, right? From the head flows all the, the brain waves, right? The instruction. If we don't follow the body, right? When the head cannot accident or become brain dead, the body don't move anymore, right? The body has no more strength. It may, it's not moving because there's no more signal from the head to the different parts of the body. Correct, Esther? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. So, because I watched some uh, movies, medical one, right? When they are brain dead, the person is like paralyzed already. So, if we don't realize who is the head in our lives, Jesus Christ, then we, our whole body, our actions, everything is <laughs> no movement. Yeah, we, we cannot move properly in the direction, no vitality, no life, right? Because not following the direction of the head. This one is not because Jesus is dead, because our we have a choice to be part of this body, to choose whether we want to follow his instruction, his direction, right? As the head, for he is the beginning. Remember just now, uh, the wisdom, the fear of the Lord. It's the beginning of wisdom. If we just started to respect God, started to honor Him, we just started to begin. <laughs> and that is the beginning, right? We started to begin on this journey. And what a wonderful journey. There's so many things it's going to show us, all right? That this course, right? This life, where at least we begin already. <laughs> many have not even begun, okay? But thank God, all right, that He. He helped us to begin. And in all things, all things, everything of our life, He has the preeminence, the first say. Preeminence, that means the first and final say in our lives. Right? His word, His word has the say, right? His say means through His word, right? For it pleased the Father in Him, in who? In Christ. Should all fullness dwell. Right? Completion, fullness, dwell in Him. And having made peace through the blood of His cross. So now, now we can have peace, right? God joined you, Shaoling. You received the Lord. Now you have peace, the first thing. Now you're going to enter this course of life where He is your head, He's your source, He's your provider, He's your source of supply, He's your source of help, He's a source of solution to every problem. Yeah, He is. Okay, in him all completeness dwell. Through the cross, now we are access, right? Jesus is the connector of all that is in God. Jehovah, the self-existing one, all solution, all provision. What else do we have in God? Huh? All blessings. And now we can receive it. Why? We need a pipeline, right? <laughs> in to receive things. Now, where is the connector? The wow. Jesus Christ, all right? The cross, connecting, 
heaven, God's blessings to our lives that flow by him to reconcile all things unto himself. At the end, he is the, the one that we are connected to, the one that we live for. By him, I say, whether there be things in earth or things in heaven, even though you were once distant from him, we were all far from him, right? So that our life is the one that joined us together. 